2: The Bengals have a chance to get healthy over the bye week. Let's take a look at where they are from a health perspective. And let's get into Darren Simmons comments on the special teams unit.
1: You are locked on Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day.
2: What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisco. He's your host, James Rapimer, part of the Lockdown On Podcast This is that bi week
0: shimmy, Jake. This is that bi week shimmy, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hit the shimmy, Jake. Uh, right here.
2: Bringing you coverage of your Cincinnati Bengals every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. We appreciate all of you who subscribe, who follow, and who make us your first listen. This podcast today is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. And they have a special offer for Locked On Bengals listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. James, a lot to get to today, as we've got one of our last appearances from the Bengals for, for a while in terms of media availability some some big injury updates for a number of guys. A non-update for Jamar Chase. Darren Simmons spoke with the media on Monday as well, and and the hints or or, or the possibilities of a punter change discussed, as well as Evan McPherson's little rut that he's been in for the last couple of weeks. And uh, just to tease our audience, we've got a we've got a film review, of course, coming up this week. We can talk about what went well for the Bengals in the running game. We'll do that with Mike uh sands tomorrow and we've got Luana rumo really bearing the lead as we always do we've got Luana rumo coming your way later this week as well so a lot to look forward to this week james but before we get into any of those episodes today let's talk about what zach taylor had to tell us about some of these injured bengals a couple of guys that had some injuries on sunday Uh, Chris Evans will be week to week. He has a a knee issue that he's working with PCL, I believe. And uh, Dax Hill, both Michigan guys, uh, Dax Hill's shoulder will be week to week. The other updates, DJ Veter looks good for him. Mike Hilton had had finger surgery, which was not something that was known. Uh, Had to have a broken finger repaired surgically, so... Sounded like things were going to be good for him to get back for Pittsburgh, and Jamar Chase, no real update, James, and and those are the the big ones off the top of my head. Did I forget anything?
0: Well, no, just you know some details. Mike Hilton broke his finger in three places and had to have surgery, and had surgery on uh, I believe it was Tuesday. Is is how he. Uh, He said, and then someone else said Wednesday morning. So regardless, had surgery last week. He is expected to be good to go for Pittsburgh, which is just proof that NFL players are freaks. Just going to put that out there. He got hurt in the the Cleveland game. Doesn't even remember when played, obviously, all the way through it. And then looked at his hand afterwards and it started barking at him a little bit. So the fact that he was able to play with a, a broken finger in three places and not realize how broken it was, how, how significant it was. I think that's just a Testament to Mike Hilton. So he's, uh,
2: And adrenaline,
0: adrenaline's a hell of a drug. It is no doubt about it. And, and, but he's back and and going to be back. And he he didn't leave any doubt. It wasn't, well we'll see how it is or anything like that. He said, no, I'm going to be back. And the fact that he talked, usually injured players don't talk. Um, I I think that's a, a really, really good sign. Unfortunately, no, Injury update on Jamar Chase. By the way, if you're Zach Taylor, would you risk that 13 days before your next game? I, I yeah. get why you wouldn't do that. Um, so overall, I think if you can get, let's just leave Jamar out. of If you could get Mike Hilton back, if you could get DJ Reader back, you, you know those are two big names, big games that you would get back for a divisional matchup. That's obviously must win because you're 0 and 3 in the division. So overall, I think it's pretty good news on the injury front injury front I'm bummed absolutely bummed for a guy in Dax Hill who's been thrown into like about 52 different scenarios where he's getting asked about Jesse Bates this offseason then he plays safety with the first team then he gets moved and and is, is with the second team then he plays cornerback on Monday night football then he plays with the corners all week last week gets out there a bit and gets dinged up it's just it sucks. I hope it's not super serious. Like I said, his shoulder was kind of hanging there. He, he, his arm was. Obviously, it's a shoulder injury. And um, I, uh, I I hope to catch up with him before the bye. He was not in the locker room on Monday. So I, I did not get to talk to him. But if I see him, I'm going to talk to him and, and wish him well. Because that really, that stinks.
2: Yeah, hopefully he's okay, and it's nothing. Serious shoulder injuries, pretty wide range of outcomes for those injuries, sometimes relatively harmless, pops out, pops in, sometimes can be something that takes a long time to recover, depending on what exactly happened with yeah. with the joint and, and all the, the tissues around the joint.
0: And, and then real quick on Chris Evans, you're right. Mm-hmm. It's grade 2 PCL, according to Zach Taylor. To me, what's going to happen, and makes sense, right, Travion Williams is going to, Suddenly become active. He's on the fifty-three man roster already. You don't need to elevate him or anything like that. But I also could see him returning kicks. In, in yeah, that's the question. Who Trav- returns? Yeah, is it Trent Taylor? Is it Travion Williams? And so that part will be, you know, a, a little interesting. But obviously Travion has has experience doing that if they want him to, and and it's not like and I I love that Chris Evans has tried to return some recently and has gotten the opportunity to, but they haven't been able to break any anyway. So. Who knows? Maybe Travion Williams is, is the next man up and can do that.
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether it is Williams or or is Trent Taylor. Maybe Chris Evans will get back sooner than later. I'm not clear on the recovery for this sort of injury. Hopefully, again, it's not too bad for him. He had an opportunity. That's why that one's a bummer, T- talking about a bummer for these guys. He had an opportunity with uh, Samajay Piran getting a little banked up. Looked like he was going to get some run there, but tried to come back into the game. Couldn't quite do it, and... and obviously there's there's something structural here that needs to heal up
0: and late in the game which i wanted to see on monday night anyways but late in the game he would have gotten a lot of run Mm -hmm. i think they would have pulled p ryan and it would have been the chris Evans show and and he would have had a shot to kind of show what he can do so yeah it it sucks it it sucks anytime someone gets injured but especially these role players that like waiting for your chance waiting for your chance and in dax sacks's situation he did get his chance chris might have gotten his chance and neither of them get their chance now because of injury.
2: yeah and and with chris evans there's at least even a role for him in the offense it's not as big as a lot of fans want it to be but he does get out there for a handful of plays a game and and sometimes they can be impactful plays as as we saw with him catching the go route uh, against the browns last week so you know hoping those guys of course get well soon also like brandon wilson who knows what's going on there tyson anderson could be back at some point. Those those guys still working their way back and, and with Dax's injury, maybe an opportunity for one of those guys to get back onto the roster if they're healthy. The the big one here is DJ Reader, obviously. This is the one that they've been feeling pretty good about. This is in line with the original expected timeline for Reader coming back after the bye week. It sounded like there's going to be a decision made on Reader on Monday. So we'll look for a roster move there and see if anything happens. Certainly the hope. Right, he lets mm-hmm. you do so much. And we'll talk to Luana Remo about this with the back part of this defense with the secondary with the back seven, because he can do things that most players, especially in the modern NFL, when you know two gapping isn't really a thing right now. He can do that. And and he can do that from a number of positions where you don't necessarily expect him to. So, you know, getting him back, we've talked about it a lot. He does a lot for this defense. And we've talked about him as one of the most important players on this defense. So if they can't get him back for this stretch run, that's a big shot in the arm for a team that now has you know, been dealing with some injuries for a couple of weeks here. So uh, really looking forward to DJ Reader's return because he does crazy things on tape every week and, yeah. and is really a, a true joy to watch when you're watching the defensive side of the ball. What hasn't been a true joy to watch, James, is the special teams unit. The last couple of weeks, I I joked toward the end of the game a few times on Twitter that Darren Simmons is probably the only angry Bengals employee after that demolition show that the Bengals put on against the Panthers on Sunday. But I think we can talk special teams as Darren Simmons talked to the media on Monday coming up next before we get there. This episode of Lockdown Bengals is brought to you by better help online therapy. And when life comes at you, doesn't come with a user menu, user manual. So when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. And BetterHelp has therapists that are trained to help you figure out the cause of these challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. And that makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called You. BetterHelp has connected over three million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, secure, and accessible anywhere a hundred percent online. Everyone deserves to feel their best, BetterHelp makes that easier to get started. And the thing that we've talked about before, one of the great features of BetterHelp is that if you get matched with a the therapist and it's not working for you for whatever reason, it's easy to get back out there and and get a new therapist lined up. They have a questionnaire that will help you get connected with a therapist that is more suited for the things that you want to work on. So, right now you can check it all out At BetterHelp, BetterHelp is H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. You can save 10% on your first month again at BetterHelp dot com slash locked on.
0: And now I got to tell you about Schultz and Sons because, look, the holidays Well, they're essentially here, which is wild. I can't believe it's holiday time. And with the holidays coming up, some of you are planning on popping the big question. And each day gets closer and closer to the big moment. Well, I got to be honest. If I was popping the question tomorrow, you know where I would go? Schultz and Sons, because you're going to get the advice that you need to find the perfect diamond, the perfect ring for her. Don't lose sleep over it, don't be anxious. You have enough to think about, and that's why Schultz & Sons is here. They're a Cincinnati tradition for more than 65 years. They've been around, and they're huge Bengals fans, by the way, longer than the Bengals franchise. And so whatever diamond you pick, it has to be perfect, and that's why it has to be Schultz & Sons. They are trained diamond experts, and they are AGS certified. And look. They're close by. All you have to do is go south. Assuming you're at Paul Brown Stadium, let's just assume Paycor Stadium now, but PBS, let's be honest, that's what we call it. If you're at PBS, well, you just go a little south. They're just off the exit in Fort Mitchell, five minutes away from the bridge, 2202 Dixie Highway in Fort Mitchell. Plug it into your GPS. You'll be surprised at how easy it is to find. They have financing available for up to 18 months, same as cash, so that part's easy too. So, If you're looking for that perfect diamond, look no farther. From custom designs and anything in between, Schultz and Sons has you covered. And if you're not looking for a diamond ring, you're not getting engaged, but you're still looking for something perfect for her, Schultz and Sons also has you covered for that as well. When it has to be perfect, it has to be Schultz and Sons.
2: James, who gets your perfect Schultz and Sons game ball? And it's not anybody on the special teams unit. Is it the offensive line as a unit or are you giving it to joe mixon for his performance
0: not one not two not three not four not five five tutties if you score five touchdowns in madden you get the schultz and sons game ball so of course joe mixon gets the schultz and sons game ball it's history literally is going to go down Mm -hmm. i've had 24 more hours to think about this and we will get the, the evan mcpherson and kevin huber and all that and you're actually going to hear from evan mcpherson in a second but that Joe Mixon game is literally going to go neck and neck with the Corey Dillon 278 yard game. That's not the NFL record anymore, and Bengals fans talk about it all over. So I know I kind of you know referenced it and, and referred to it in our post game show. Even even more time removed from it now, Jake. I, I think that's you know fully entrenched. So yeah, Joe Mixon, congrats, man. Schultz and son's game ball.
2: Yeah, we 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 got to get Joe. I mean, Joe likes his jewelry you got to get Joe down there. Next time you see Joe, tell him.
0: Hey, Joe, you want to get more iced out? Let's go. Shulton son. I'll I'll drive. We'll take a trip. It's it's Uh, five minutes. We don't need to take your fancy car there, Joe. I don't even know what Joe drives. I know it's fancier than my Daewoo.
2: It's definitely fancy. I can I can all but guarantee that it is a very fancy vehicle. Let's get into the special teams, So mm-hmm. I've talked about for a few weeks that the kick return game hasn't been very good for the Bengals. I think that trend has continued for the most part. Trent Taylor very nearly fumbled again in the punt return game, although he has. Trent been Taylor's been good. good. Yeah, Trent Taylor's been good. I was. He just has to tuck the ball away. You can't fumble on punts. He has been. Pretty good, I would say, at getting a little bit out of some of these punt returns and and consistently, which is important. I'm not saying that to diminish what he's doing. I'm saying that like getting 10 to 15 yards consistently in the punt return game, which he's been doing lately, is pretty good. So so there's one. Uh, Kevin Huber, we, we talked about this a little bit last week, continues to to not hit good punts. And Evan McPherson now has missed his last two field goals from the 40 to 49 yard range. Has been uh, a bit of a hiccup for McPherson. And, uh, you know, young kicker, kicker development, not linear. We've talked about some of these things before. But, but Darren Darren Simmons talked a lot about Kevin Huber before we get to Evan McPherson. I think Evan McPherson is going to be part of the Bengals for a long time here. At least that would be what you would expect, barring things going completely sideways. Kevin Huber, though, judging from what Darren Simmons had to say, yeah, Maybe that's a bit more of a toss-up in the immediate future.
0: He said, quote, we're not getting what get, getting out of it what we need to get out of it in terms of flipping the field. It's something we need to take a look at over this bye week and try to figure out what's best moving forward. And he reiterated that he's going to do what's best for the team. We've got to do something to put our team in a good spot to control field position, and we've got to be better with that. Look, Drew Crisman has the stronger leg. They've had Drew Crisman go through – um essentially game day routines where in in darren simmons talked about this where punters go that they kick punters and kickers they kick more on game day than they do any other day and so they've been making drew do that just to get used to it and he also said everyone talks about the holding also said that the decision to go with kevin huber had nothing to do with the holding because drew christman has been great and has still uh, been holding in practice um even though he's on the practice squad i think they have a real decision on their hands jake because you look at Kevin Huber he's averaging 38 yards per punt over the past couple of games he had that 23 yard punt where and I said it Ben Baby tweeted it but I said if you can't punt your age oh, then you man. can't you, you can't it, but it's true man it's true like that's not even a knock like that's not like that's really hard when you turn 55 James yeah but he's not and he came in he came into camp looking good yeah. and, and I I Honestly, what's kind of baffling to me is what Darren said and what Kevin has said, because Darren's not saying anything Kevin doesn't know, is, is that Kevin's practicing well. Mm-hmm. He's hitting the ball well. It looks good in practice. And then it, game day, it's not translating. And that's something that happens to a young kid, to the Drew Christmans of the world, where it just doesn't it, – It's you don't look the same whatever reason it is. I feel like a veteran – It should almost be the opposite where it's like, ah, just get him to game day. It has not been the case right now with Kevin Huber. And I I think that that's – it's going to be a real debate and it it would not shock me. I'm not saying they're going to to go that route, but it would not shock me one bit if they make that decision as they self-scouter for the next few days.
2: I, I just don't know why you wouldn't, I guess. Like, if it doesn't work, do you think Kevin Huber is going to sign elsewhere no. and, and not be amenable to coming back if they needed to bring him back? I, I feel he, like he would. He's been here his whole career. It's not like it would be a really ugly breakup if he's just not performing. And he knows he's not because statistically, you know, they're, since, since week three, he was OK for the first couple of weeks of the season. And maybe was. this is just. Age get catching up to him, and, and he's slowing down a little bit. Can't sustain it through the season. Since week three, That the the third lowest hang time in the NFL, and we, we've gone through this, the lowest yards per kick in the NFL, the second lowest net yards per kick in the NFL. I mean, love Kevin Huber. Been a Cincinnati Bengal for a long time. Hasn't been a problem for a long time. But if, if ever there was a clear time to try to make a change at the position,
0: mm-hmm.
2: this feels like a real slap in the face in terms of like, this is something that could be an obvious choice.
0: And here's the thing. One, if it's not about the holding two, we know Drew Christman has the stronger leg three. The reason you go with Huber over Christman is, you know what you're going to get. Well, let me ask you, Jake, let's go. Are you confident that you know what you're getting from number 10 week in and week out right now? Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not confident in what he's giving you, Pun in and pun out. And that's why I made that comment after the 23-yarder. And again, I probably shouldn't have said that on the pot. Whatever. I'm being forthright in, in, in saying what my instant thought was when he kicked a 23-yard punt. It's, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. You, you know, you a lot of his inside the 20s have been on the 19. Does that really count inside the 20? Yeah. Does it? I, I would rather a guy that can put you inside the 5 on half of those or inside the 10 on half of those and then the other half – go for touchbacks anyway, because it's literally a five, six yard difference.
2: I mean, I'm at this point in favor of trying something different for the sake of trying something different. Kevin Huber just isn't what he was in the preseason, isn't what he was in the first couple games of the season and has been consistently performing poorly. And, And if you had to ask me if I knew what I was getting with Kevin Huber, the answer probably wouldn't be very positive, unfortunately at this point. And I really would prefer that it were so, you know, in a lot of ways I'm in favor of trying something different to try something different. And if it doesn't work with Crispin, then you deal with it again next year and and you bring yeah. some more competition in and, and you fix your punter job. But right now, Kevin Huber, uh, in Darren Simmons words, not, not doing what they need him to do and, and not getting what they need. They're not getting what they need to get out of him. And, you know, the same is true for Evan McPherson, but like I said, that's not something that is as much of a concern long-term. So, Let's hear from Evan McPherson on what's going on with him, and and wrap up this conversation. Coming up next,
0: but first a word from Prize Picks because Prize Picks is daily fantasy the way daily fantasy should be. And look, whether you want to take the over on Patrick Mahomes yards this coming week and and say he's going to go for more than their Prize Picks projection, you could do that, or you could go less. I hope you took the more range for Joe Mixon this past week, which. I don't know how many of you would have done that given how he played in recent weeks, but clearly Joe Mixon still has something left in the tank. And so what you do with Picks is you pick two to five players and whether they will score more or less than their projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. All you have to do is go to PrizePicks.com right now or use the Prize picks app, download it in the app store to sign up and play daily fantasy sports, first time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, bucks, you're going to get $100. Bucks. If you deposit $75, you're going to get $75 bonus dollars. Deposit match, boom, with promo code locked on. Again, use promo code locked on at sign up with the Prize Picks app or at prizepix.com. Limitations apply.
2: See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Evan McPherson has missed some field goals lately, James. Mm -hmm. And there's not a whole lot of panic, I would say, around his performance. But the the operation hasn't been what it, it frankly needs to be in some of the close games that could be coming down the stretch for this team. When you need Evan McPherson to be reliable on some of those longer kicks. What's the sense you have around this right now? You've long been a a huge supporter of Evan McPherson. And Mm -hmm. what's your sense about what's going on? And and then we can hear from him.
0: Well, I'm finally willing to admit that there is something going on. Last week I wasn't because I I thought it was a bad game. But you miss uh, another 40-plus yarder. And so it's now it's like, okay, well, what's up? What's going on? And so I'll give my thoughts. But, heck. If I'm going to say what's going on, I might as well ask Evan McPherson. What's going on? Past couple games, couple misses. Um, I know, at least outside, people would say, oh, well, he never misses. Money Mac never misses. What's going on? Is is anything going on? Just a couple
3: misses? No, nothing's going on. It's just typical. Like, I'm human. I'm not a robot. I miss. I make mistakes. So that's pretty much the only thing that's happening.
0: Going uh, and looking back at yesterday's game, what, what happened on that kick? Could you break it down?
3: Yeah, I mean, I just didn't hit it clean. That's all like really comes down to, um, just kind of gotta go out there and execute and hit the ball uh, clean, and just really gotta make it.
0: What about in Cleveland? Though? Is there anything different about that game with any of those misses?
3: No, uh, I thought in Cleveland I hit it, hit the ball clean and just kind of wasn't meant to be, I guess. Um, you know, me and Eddie we had a good talk before and after the game, and it really puts it in perspective that pretty much you know everything in our lives is already planned out in one way or another and and so you know I go out there and I, I do my best as far as you go through the uprights then we just kind of move on and go to the next one.
2: Evan there's also a lot of time left in the season and yeah. you know kickers are all about like yourself making adjustments throughout the year is that yeah. at the point you're at where you're going to be making adjustments yeah. constantly?
3: No I mean I feel like I'm in a good place um, in, in my kicking and my preparation you know in my mental focus and so I'm just trying to keep going and and doing, doing what I'm doing have you had a stretch you know dating back to even as far as like high school where maybe you had a string of misses where you kind of had to sort of recollect and kind of readjust yeah no I mean we definitely all have our struggles and um you know right now it's just I guess get on a roll getting confidence back and um yeah I mean we're just going to keep going like you said there's a lot of football left but what do you do in the bye week like how do you sort of Disconnect from everything but also kind of refocus at the same time moving forward. Yeah, probably gonna be on the golf course. That's how <laughs> I'm gonna refocus, and I'm really gonna enjoy this bye week because uh, this next half of the season obviously it's gonna be long to, uh, to get back to where we want to be. So I'm uh, just gonna enjoy this week off. Are you staying in town? No, we're going back to uh, Auburn to watch my little brother play.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Good stuff there from Evan McPherson going back to Auburn to watch. His little brother play. I, I have to share this story because Darren Simmons, shocker, not concerned about Evan McPherson, and the reason why is is kind of wild, and it was like breaking news. I think it it, it was mind blowing to Dan Horde and mind blowing to a lot of the writers that were around. So Evan McPherson was just awesome during the Bengals playoff run and, and really all last season. Right, we can all admit that. Well either before one of these two games, either before the Titans game or before the chiefs game, Darren Simmons could not recall which Evan McPherson missed not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, seven kicks in practice to end practice seven Jake. And Darren was like, it was wild. And we said, do it again, do it again. And at some point they just called practice and that was it but it didn't prevent him from booting four field goals in both games. It didn't, mm-hmm. he didn't carry it with him. And, and I think that was Darren Simmons's point is like, he, I trust him because he doesn't take the last kick to the next kick. And you could kind of see that or, and hear it depending on if you're watching or, or listening. And Evan McPherson's voice doesn't sound like he's too worried, which that's a heck of a thing to have because I don't have that. And I don't think many human beings have that kind of short-term memory.
2: Yeah, I mean that's an important skill for a kicker, right? The same as it is for quarterbacks. You make a mistake, you got to come back, and and you can't you can't live with it. You can't let it haunt you. And he's going to have to come back and make some kicks this year. I, I think that you know he would admit that he's he's not performing as well as he would like with with you know the the issues early in the year without a long snapper and and, and the challenges the the challenging situation that that creates, but also just missing uh, more than he would like to, I'm sure from 40 to 49 yards. He's been great from 50 plus this year. Hasn't had an opportunity in a while, but four or four there. And uh, maybe he just needs that pressure. Maybe yeah, he has a I, clutch gene. And without the, without the pressure to make it clutch, the, the, the performance just isn't quite it, at the same level.
0: It, it, it's weird. Cause you're right. I mean, obviously the Steeler stuff, but that wasn't, I don't really put that on him, but it's not like these kicks the past two weeks have cost them anything. So you you do wonder like was he just like was he already mentally mentally like thinking like, hey man where where are we going to dinner after this game it's already 42 to 21 you know i'm i'm just kidding of course i'm sure he was focused on the kick but yeah you you, you they're going to need him to be better because every point's going to matter in the second half of the year with the quarterbacks just look at the quarterbacks alone that they have in december it's uh, it's going to be tough sledding, and obviously they need every point they can on the road against Pittsburgh and Tennessee.
2: Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. I think you also made the point, James, that he hasn't kicked as many field goals, and And I just looked at this. So so last year he kicked 47 field goals. This, this includes the postseason, though. So in the regular season, he kicked 33 field goals. This year, only 15. He's kicked more extra points. Uh, I, I think he's on pace for a little bit more in terms of extra points or, or maybe similar. So... Yeah, just just gotta tighten up that forty to forty nine yard range. That was his Achilles heel last year too. Was just sixty seven percent on those kicks last year. Was eighty one percent from fifty plus. Mm-hmm. This year, fifty seven percent so far on seven kicks from forty to forty nine, and hundred percent from fifty plus. So that, that if that's a flaw in his game, there's a, there's a clear area to improve on for him, and and something that you know, like I said, he's he's young. He's going to be part of this team, I think, for a while unless things go really sideways here. So. Hopefully he bounces back from this and, and becomes the Evan McPherson that we were hoping would would turn I, into the next great thing in the NFL.
0: I didn't call him Money Mac for nothing. He's going to be fine. Money.
2: He's got to live up to that
0: name. Money money multiple times at, at uh, whatever the heck they call Heinz Field now in a couple of weeks. Yeah,
2: actually I actually have no idea. And I don't think I'm ever going to learn it because no. my
0: mother. No. Who cares? But regardless, I think he's going to be great, and that's a tough place to kick. So there you go. There, there's a hot take for you at the end of the show. Evan Bounce McPherson rebounds.
2: Yeah. The, the Evan McPherson revenge against the haters game. We've got Mike joining us tomorrow for uh, for, for some film review So for, for what went so well for this running game, what was working for this team against the Panthers in their most dominant display of the season. Then we get into LC, those Guilherme Rumo discussions. That we talked about. Those are coming later this week as well. So we appreciate you listening to our pretty special teams heavy episode, hey AJ's. Special teams heavy episode here on Locked On Bengals. And until next time. Podcast. Good day and have a good one.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.